0: We're joined by Eric Wallaber, who is a, a member of the town board uh, in the town of Post and Kill. Happens to be a town that I live in, and actually a former town board member. And over the last year, two years, uh, there's been concerns about some PFOA, forever chemicals contamination that's been found in some of the water sources, drinking wells uh, close to the uh, Algonquin Middle School. And recently it's been announced that the state has awarded a grant to the uh, town to help um, construct uh, an extended water uh, system for some of the residents. So, so Eric, can you bring us up to date? What, what, what is going on with this water situation in um, Postonkill?
1: Sure. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, we were informed late last week that um, New York State is, has provided a grant to the town of $3.3 million. Uh, to be used for a district two, water district in we have a, a water district in kill. We currently have a water district in Kill, but this would be a new district that would encompass the area around the middle school, which is where we were we discovered uh, the forever chemicals back in January of 2021.
0: Now, I understand about a hundred uh, houses would be included within this um, water district.
1: It's, it's a little over a hundred different yeah different houses including the obviously the, the middle school is the the big one um but it's uh, a little over a hundred um potential houses or properties that have houses on them that would be uh impacted and the overall you know preliminary project that was uh provided to us was in the range of 5.5 5 million dollars now that's that's high that can that definitely is not what the final price tag will be. Uh, right now, the state um, has paid for, has agreed to to put in, you know, three point three, which represents sixty percent of the budget. Um, we are working uh, at the federal level to find federal dollars um, as well to help because uh, it's still a decent chunk for, you know, a hundred households. Um, and also, one of the things I'm going to be asking the town board. Is to set aside, you know, hundred thousand uh, dollars of the COVID relief money um, for this project. Not that a hundred thousand dollars is is going to do a heck of a lot, but I think it's important, and I think it's a show of uh, of support and a show of unity between the the federal, state, and local officials.
0: Now the. First water district in the town and actually the water tank, I can see looking out my uh, windows right across the uh, street from me. I, I know that was initially funded through a grant from the Obama economic stimulus um, program, but I, I believe half of that was a grant, but half of that, you know, local residents had to pay. Has there been any discussion about, you know, any contribution being required by local residents and, and have the local residents reacted to the idea that they're going to be put on to award a system
1: right so we had a we had a public uh meeting back in July this year and you know if today if today you know we we had 3.3 3 of the 5.5 5, obviously that leaves a shortfall of two uh 2.2 2 million uh which would then have to be paid for and, and then that'd be something how does the town go ahead and do that um do we, we obviously go out and get a bond and then um to start talking about how do we pay that back and what the uh, the benefit unit charge would be. Um, and the town as a procedural issue, you know, the town board can establish district number two, um, or the town board can put a district number two up for a, a vote of the folks who would be within that district, which is what they did a, a little bit over a decade ago when they proposed district one. They let the voters decide whether or not they wanted that that service. The voters wanted it, and now we're in a similar situation. The idea being here, uh, even let's say if it's $2 million, we're still actively um, looking for federal dollars, so hopefully we can get some money. We had the support of Senator Schumer, Senator Gillibrand. We had the support of then-Congressman, now Lieutenant Governor-elect, or Lieutenant Governor and Governor-elect uh, Delgado. So we're hoping to get some more funding um, to, to bring that number down. And then we can go to the residents and say, hey, this is what it would cost you uh, if we were to put a District 2 in and, and move forward.
0: Now, I, I know in, you know, other situations where you have a contaminated water supply, such as we saw uh, out in uh, Hoosick Falls a couple of years ago with Befoa you know, one tries to find out well, who contaminated the water supply and right. then try to hold them financially responsible for that. Has there been much progress in, in that area? To be honest, state officials seem not that uh, gung ho about expending like, a lot of resources, trying to figure out where this contamination is actually coming from.
1: Yeah, no, Mark. And, you know, I, I've been very critical of the state's response to this uh, and I'm going to continue to be that being said, you know, certainly we appreciate this grant. We appreciate the opportunity it affords our residents, and the opportunity that it affords the town to try to address this issue. But fix, putting a water district two in without finding the source is not helpful because we could we could be in the same spot two five years down the road where um, we find this contamination a quarter mile down the road or a half mile down the road. We have to find the source so that we know who's affected. The state has done very little testing. Uh, we've asked them to look at certain um, locations, certain um, business areas that would be, you know, it would make sense where this might might come from. And the state ha- has not wanted to do that and proves not to want to do that. And we're now coming up in two years. Hmm. And so, you know, appreciative of the money, but the reality is we could go spend $5 million tomorrow and then find out a year or two down the road that it's literally, a quarter mile down the road or half mile down the road. And the state is still, you know, looking, says they're looking for something, you know, while they have a blindfold on. And and that's the frustration that I have. We have to find the source. We have to know what the plume is. And we have to begin remediation. And the water district is only one part of that.
0: Now, as personally, as a former town board member and as a town resident, I, I am aware that there are two or three sites literally across the street from the uh, school, I, I guess, actually, has been some detection of PFOA at the um, Waste Transfer Station. It used to be Benson Brothers, sort of Kitty Corner. Some others have yep. said possibly at uh, the Valentia Lumber, but I don't know if anything's been detected there. And there was other some other old industrial site in the area. You know, what is going on with that Waste Transfer Station if they have, in fact, had elevated levels of PFOA?
1: Well, Mark, the, the reality is we now know they have and, and at the transfer station. And when we had this discussion back almost two years ago, State DEC asked the residents, can you guys give us some possible sources? And we gave them several possible sources, and they've ignored all but one of them, and one which is about a mile and a half away. They have not done testing at the transfer station. They said, no, no, the, the business is going to take care of that on their own, and we trust their they're their testing we've had a resident post kill who's done foil information and found that there's elevated levels over there and yet we still have the dec sitting there saying well we're investigating no they dug some wells at the middle school we all know the middle school is not the source and then they you know they they keep they keep saying oh we're looking into it we're looking into it they're looking into it without doing any work or digging any wells and now through you know residents own efforts we're finding that the transfer station has elevated levels. The DEC knows about this, and the DE still see to this day still refuses to go in there and do their own testing.
0: So, what's the t- timeline if the town you know does um, plan to move forward the water district? We're we talking about you know a, a boat in a year. You know how how quickly can this occur?
1: Well, I think you know now that we have this grant, we got. I think we need to move pretty quickly. I, we're going to know soon whether or not the federal We get some federal dollars and hopefully we will. Um, I think, number one, we need to put together a plan and and start moving this forward, either for the town board to make a decision or to allow the voters to make a decision. That can be called and done within 90 days. Um, So I would like to see this done within the first few months of 2023. One of the things I think also is, to, to be quick, is that the proposed water district, while it's provides a, a service it, it should be expanded and if we're going to get into the ground and start putting in a water district there's opportunities for us to expand it to include uh significant more houses and make that 100 properties more like 140 150 because uh, it's probably not something we're not going to go back in and do uh 20 years down the road to go pick up a few more homes so
0: we've been talking with uh eric uh, wallaber uh posting cool town and this has been mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.